This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. That's a parent. They always say that, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. And I am a firm believer of that because let's get real. Like one person, one parent or two parents, if you know, you're lucky enough to have a partner in your life. It's not easy to do just with one or two people. You need you need the support. You need your community. And so I was like, you know what? There's one mama that I just love and adore. And she does so much for her community and for parents out there that need the help and support. So I was like, you know what? It's time to bring Maggie John on the show. It's time to bring her back. We haven't done a show together since the summer. And Maggie, I've missed you so much. Um, missed you too, Pina. Oh man, it's I'm just so excited to have you on the show with me. I guess. Yes. Um, but Maggie, you're the executive director of an amazing charity called the Baby Depot in Hamilton. And I was like, you know what? I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about that. And I want to talk about the importance of community, especially when yeah. it comes to this like parenthood life and uh and just how much community is important and needed because what do you think? Does it take a village to raise a child? Absolutely. It does take a village to raise a child. It really does. And I feel like in this day and age, um, like I, it's funny because I think there's some, there's the camp of like, you don't talk to my kid. You don't, you know what I mean? And there's others where I'm like, if you see my kid doing something out there, I would want you to correct them because it does take a village, right? We're not always with our children, but even in the work that we do, we see even more, right? Like our tagline for the Baby Depot is connecting neighbors one need at a time. That's a village. That is one person having a lot of uh, some excess, right? Because, you know, when you have a baby, you have so much stuff and half of the time you don't even use half of things. And then you have, you know, a growing group in our in our cities, in our population who are struggling. And so we call ourselves kind of the middleman here at the Baby Depot. We connect those who have a lot with those who are struggling at this moment and say, hey, you have something that somebody else needs. And we can be that that center point for those two things, that transaction. So tell us, so the Baby Depot, how did it start? Like, yeah. what, what made you think like, okay, you know what? I The world needs this and I am going to kick it off. Yeah. So I wish I could take full credit for it, but I can't. Um, So 14 years ago, I was in TV. Well, I I was in TV for 21 years, but 14 years ago, I was reporting and I did this story on this woman who had a charity in Hamilton called Baby Showers. And so she was collecting gently used clothing, donating it to families in need. When I went to cover this story, she would have Pina like 30 odd people call her every single day, just desperately in need. And I was just really moved. I had at that point, we had one, uh, one child and, uh, and then shortly after, I was pregnant and I, you know, wanted to give my stuff to this woman because she was doing something with all of this excess baby stuff that you're left with. And so when I was on mat leave, I was looking for her to drop off my my things at and found out that she was no longer running the charity. And it broke my heart because I'd done this story about her and I knew she was so passionate about it. And so it's so funny, you know, one day in the middle of summer during my mat leave, 
we're driving up to the beach with some friends uh, to, to meet some friends. And I'm just complaining. And like, it was just on my heart. The fact that this thing didn't exist any longer. Cause I kept yeah. thinking about all of these families that no longer have a place to turn to. And so I'm at the beach and I'm chatting with my girlfriends and we're complaining about it, <laughs> driving home, complaining. And my husband literally turns to me, he's driving. He turns to me, he goes, why don't you do something about it? And I was so offended, Pina. I was like, how dare you? Like, I'm on mat leave. I'm taking care of two kids. Like, you know, you can go out the list of all the things. Yeah. Like, I'm in media. I have a demanding job. All of the things. And then I started thinking about it because I really respect his opinion. And I was thinking, well, why couldn't I do something about it? And I think it was just because I didn't know where to start. What if I fail? What if this doesn't work out? I don't want to disappoint families. Like, you know, the, all of the negative talk, self-talk that goes through your brain. It's horrible, why. right? It is horrible. And you're thinking about all the reasons why you can't do something. And so I called my pastor then and said, hey, if we do something like this, would you be willing to support me? And she's like, absolutely, we'd support you. And Pina, that's what I needed to hear. I needed one person to say, I believe in you and I'm standing behind you. So if this whole thing fails, I can look behind me and there are other people with me. I'm not by myself. And so that um, that felt so I started reaching out to people and we I just sent out the word like, you know, we need stuff. <laughs> and that this is right the village. There is that is the exactly village. that's exactly yes. what I was going to say that right there is the village you know it started with one person that you connected with yeah and then you know she left that impression on you yeah. and a beautiful one and then you needed your husband to say do something about it Maggie you know yeah. and then your pastor to be like I got your back girl yeah and then it just it's like it's so true. And I always, always say that we need that village. We need that support. We need to know that like we're in this together. So I love, okay. So it's 14 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah. So 14 years. So really funny when you're talking about village, because that first night, Pina, that we had, we had like a sorting party at my house and my dining room, my kitchen, like I have pictures of chaos, but it was this mini village. There had to be about like 10 moms all in my house. And we had like all of this stuff that had been donated. And so the baby depot was born in my kitchen and my dining room eventually moved down to my basement and we were there for a couple years. And then a local church heard about us said, Hey, we have space moved there. And we were there for eight years and we were packing mm -hmm. these hampers and donating them to family. So we would get these names from caseworkers, like the word started to spread. And it just shows you again, when you talk about village, it's so true, Pina, because all like people just need to know that there are people out there that care. And as soon as they know that, they will rush to your door. And I don't even know how people started finding out about us. Here is this like basement operation in this woman's house <laughs> in suburbia, Hamilton, saying, you know, I'm helping some babies out with some volunteers. And we start this word started to spread through like big agencies, social agencies in the city. And so we started to grow and we were in this church basement and uh, and it got to the point, Pina, where I always felt like I want to put dignity back into this process. And so I want to be able to um, have families come in as opposed to us giving it to them. And so like but we that. couldn't 
But we couldn't do that in the current space we were in at that time because it was just a storage space and it was great. It was better than my basement, but it wasn't susceptible to having families in. And so I'll leave it there because we're I know we're going to break for a minute. But that's what kind of was the impetus to start in in us evolving to who we are today. And we're going to find out about who exactly you guys are today and this amazing village. Don't go anywhere. We are going to take a quick break. And we will be back with more. This is The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is the Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. And we are talking about the village, the community that we need in order to raise our children these days because it is real. And uh, and Maggie John is one of these amazing mamas who helps those in need. Sorry if you picked that up. Who helps those in need um, with her amazing charity called the Baby Depot, located in Hamilton? And uh, and Maggie, right before the break, you were telling us how it all started. Yeah, yeah. And how so, it kind of fell in your lap. Kind of, kind but of. But with yeah. the support, you had this like amazing support of all these people behind you pushing you, saying like, "You're not alone. I got you." Yeah, exactly. And now, ten years later, now we are in a storefront uh, in Hamilton. In one of, I, you know, I, I don't like to use the word needy, but in one of the, I think the community where we need to be, okay. um, the community that we need and the community who needs us at this moment. And so uh, we're on Barton and Sherman in, in Hamilton, um, and it's a beautiful space. So in June 2021, we moved into this boutique space. As I said before the break, um, one of the things we had heard from caseworkers, social workers, midwives that we were working with in families was just the ability to be able to choose the items because, you know, we were doing our best as moms, as grandmas. We were packing these bins um, and, you know, we had a little wish list and we'd pack in what we thought was great. We'd wash everything. But it's no- there's nothing like, you know, Pina, like shopping for your baby yeah. and the excitement of holding up that little onesie and being like and imagining your baby in it. There's nothing like that. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It is. And it's emotional. It's an emotional yeah. thing as well. And there are many families who don't have the means to be able to do that because financially they they can't go to some of the stores that we're able to go to. And so we wanted to be able to emulate that in in the space where a family would be able to come in, shop for free, I say in quotation marks, uh, because it is shopping, but they don't pay anything and mm-hmm. they get to take a, a take away years worth of clothing. So we uh, we got enough grant money and donations from private donors. We are not funded by the government at all. We get like little grants from the government, but people think we are. and We're not. We're privately funded. And uh, we were able to open up the storefront. And now in 2023, uh, we helped 250 babies this year alone. Next year will be 300. And every year following that, we will increase that by 50 until we reach our goal of five, serving 500 babies every single year that is amazing and honestly like even just thinking about the timeline you said you know 
you started this thing 14 years ago and here we are today. Well, we started 10 years ago. I did the report with the Oh yes, 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 that's right. Yeah. Um so 10 years ago you started. 10 years ago the world was in a much yeah. much different place than where we are today. Yeah. And unfortunately it's not a good place right now when it comes to finances and people struggling. And so it is much needed. What you guys are doing is needed. And I can't imagine like how happy these families are and how grateful they are and how blessed they feel to have the baby depot, like, you know, in their community and to have like all of you guys helping them out. Like it is, it's one thing to be like, you know, I've gotten clothes donated to me. Yeah. But to actually go in and like you said, pick things out. It's just a whole different feeling. Yeah, it is. And you're so right. The world has changed dramatically. I think about before the pandemic, we were helping about 75 babies. We were like with one employee and, you know, we were doing what we could. And then the pandemic hit and we saw needs skyrocket by 250%. So we quickly went from 75 babies to over like 175, close to 200 babies so quickly. And kudos to the people who support us financially because we wouldn't have been able to continue doing that. And, uh, And we've only seen the need grow. I mean, Pina, every single week I turn families away at the door. Literally, families come in asking for help. And A, because we we have certain checkpoints throughout our system to make sure that the families that are coming into our space are in need. And that's yeah. why we work with 23 different social agencies in the city. But we I do know that probably there are there have to be some in that group who come to our door absolutely in need and we just can't provide for them uh because the need is so high. We're helping 250 babies a year. And so, um, but it takes a village. It really does take a village in, you know, groups volunteering with us through groups donating to us. I mean, we talk about village, our Facebook community has been amazing. As soon as we say that we need stuff, you know, we might need, you know, baby girl onesies, they will show up at our door with stuff. So again, this is the village that keeps the baby depot going every single day. Okay. So hold on. You mentioned your Facebook community. So how does, how does one find that community and like take part? Yeah. So we're on Facebook, just type in the baby depot and you'll find us there. Um, We're always updating, posting as well as on Instagram as well. So yeah, you can always stay connected with us, find out what we're doing, how to get involved. Uh, Right now we're looking for volunteers and we have some great ideas for Christmas. If you're thinking of a Christmas location, if you're in Hamilton, and looking at like, you know, there's so many companies that do Christmas parties, Pina. So we are yeah. uh, trying to reach out to people saying, bring your Christmas party to us and do some volunteer work while you schmooze and have oh. your Christmas party. So we can set up a table and you can bring all your food and then also fold some baby clothing and oh, do it that for is a good like, cause. I have all the feels right now, Maggie. <laughs> And, and you know what? And people and we have we have so many groups who are who are wanting to do um, like Christmas campaigns and Christmas drives for us as well. Um, so if you're thinking of, a, you know, a charity or a cause that you want to get behind for Christmas, maybe even your office or your group uh, to fundraise for, just email me and we'd love to get you that information of how you can do that. 
we're gonna we're gonna give all this info again at the end of the show. Yeah. But, but for now, let, let's just get what's the email. Yeah. So email is info at thebabydepot.org. And uh, and our website is thebabydepot.org. Don't forget the 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 baby depot. (laughs) (laughs) But I love this. And you know what? Like, I think it's something great um, that you guys, obviously, I think it's something great you guys are doing. And I've I've said this like many times before, but even just the fact like of your team and all the volunteers and um, parents listening, just going to put this out there. If you've got, you know, your, your kids that are in school looking for volunteer hours, Maggie, would that work? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As long as they're with a chaperone, um, they can come down for sure. Yeah. Just again, email us, reach out to us. There's a portal on our website. If you missed the email address um, and you can connect right directly to us for volunteering. I love it. We're talking all things community and the village that it takes to raise our kids with Maggie John, uh, executive director of the Baby Depot. Don't go anywhere because we've got more right after this break. This is the Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We're talking about the village. All of you parents know about the village because we need this village in this community to raise our kids. And with me, I've got Maggie John, the executive director of the Baby Depot charity in Hamilton, doing amazing things. Maggie, you were saying that this year alone, you guys have helped 250 babies. Yeah. Yeah. That's we are. Beautiful. Yeah. By the end of this year, we'll have helped 250 babies, probably a little bit over than over that because we work with 23 different social agencies in the city. So Think of any of the big agencies, you know, even in Toronto, whatever, they're obviously, you know, replicas of that in Hamilton as well. So, uh, and we have a wait list of even the agencies that want to connect with us. Wow. Yeah, we have a wait list right now of, I think, seven, five five to seven agencies. So it continues, the need is there in PINA. There is so much need in Hamilton. There's so much need in Toronto um we're we're thinking of expanding eventually as well we could talk about that later but yeah there's there's so much to do honestly maggie it's it's something that is so like when i think about this stuff it just pulls at my heartstrings because you know i can't imagine i've been blessed and fortunate enough to not need a service like this Mm -hmm. right um but i can't help but think of the people that do need it and what's going through their like minds yeah and just like i have this this little human that i love more than life itself and i only want to be able to provide and i'm having a hard time doing that you know um and And that's the thing don't have anyone to turn to but they've got you you know what i mean and and that's that's really that's really touching and I think that's the thing that is universal and that we all hold in common, no matter what our paychecks look like, no matter what our bank accounts look like, we all want the best for our children. And yeah. I have seen that time and time again with mom, dad, guardian that comes into our space. 
they all just, what brings them to the baby depot is just wanting the best for their child. And, you know, we have people from all different walks of life. We have a number of new, new families to the country. And so, you know, they're fleeing war or whatever the situation is at home. And they're, the world is at our doorstep right now here in Canada. And so they're coming and they have absolutely nothing. I remember talking to our, one of our caseworkers that we worked with for the longest since, uh, since we started 10 years ago. And she said, Maggie, can you imagine having everything and being able and, and having to leave that all behind, having the cars, the house, the everything, and having to leave that all behind and starting from scratch all over again. Yeah. This is reality for many of the families that we see. And so one of the things that we've done, Pina, is we've strategically said to each agency, you know, again, big agencies that we work with who see thousands of babies every day, um, or at least every year, uh, you know, we'll give them each agency gets an allotment right out of the 300 that we're helping next year. And so that might be five, but that means that they have to be very intentional because we want to make sure that the families that walk through our doors are those who absolutely, if it wasn't for the baby depot, they would have absolutely nothing. And, you know, we've had domestic violence victims come in. Um, We've had people living in shelter, uh, families living in shelter, uh, families who are homeless, uh, families where uh, a guardian has had to take child because mom has overdosed. I mean, this is reality right now. Uh, You know, just a few steps uh, from us or a few blocks away from us, we have a tent city. And so there's just so much need in the city. And it reminds us every day why a service like the Baby Depot and so many great services. We are on a street in Hamilton called Barton Street, where there are so many great social agencies that are doing so many great things. And so if we can't do it, we know that we have a, a neighbor down the street who can do it well. And so we're always, if we can't help, we're always referring people to other agencies. And I think that's the beauty of having a community of social agencies in the city that care about their neighbor. You talk about, we started yeah. talking about village. There truly is a sense of village. And I think that's the only way you can survive in the social agency world is being able to work as village. I do also want to say, Pina, dignity is so important to us. I'm glad you're saying, I'm so happy you just said that. Dignity and I want to hear what you got to say about so, it. It's so important to us because, you know, in the system and and choice, the power of choice in the system, people will just say, well, this is what you get. And this is what you, you know, and they'll say, take it or leave it. And we wanted to change that, you know. So when we come in, they've already worked through the system. They've already gotten all the other stuff. We want to be able to, for them to walk in. And all we ask is, oh, are you so-and-so's mom? Or are you and so-and-so's dad? Because all we have is the minimum information. We have baby's information, mom or dad's information, and the size, you know, but diaper size and clothing size. That's it. And so when the family comes in, they don't have to show ID. They don't have to prove their income because all that stuff's been taken care of by the social agencies they work with. So when they come in through our door, because we have that trusted relationship, we know that they are in need. So when they come in, they come in with dignity. We offer them a bottle of water from our fridge or a tea or coffee. They get to put their jacket aside if they'd like to, and they get the whole space for an hour, Pina. There's no one else coming into that space. There's no one that's going to be jostling with them to grab that onesie. They have the entire space for an hour. And so, and we have nice music playing. We want to treat them with 
dignity so that when they leave, they leave with an experience of, I was treated like a customer. I was treated well. I was treated like a dignified human being because that's not even down to the scent of the boutique. Every single time somebody walks in, they go, this smells beautiful. I'm like, it it just warms my heart because down to that is so important. How many times have you walked into a thrift store or a used clothing oh, store stinks. and the smell? And what does that do to you psychologically? It makes you feel like, oh, this is used. Oh, this is old. Oh, this is, you know, and all of the things, right? And so being able to psychologically allow somebody to come into a space that smells good changes somebody's attitude they they sit up a little bit better they walk a little bit prouder they feel like oh this is a space where i am treated well and 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 many times people will say are these are these gently used and they are and we wash everything and we don't put anything on a hanger that doesn't have a stain that has a stain on it everything is clean but we want people to have the best we want the children who are being represented through their moms or dads to have the best so that when they go to daycare or they're going to wherever that they it's not just it doesn't look like the used clothes kid right? Like they can fit in with every other child because in every other area of their life, maybe mom or dad has to ask for a little extra help. And so if they can represent that and just being able to blend in with everybody else, just have a good start at life. I mean, that's the least we can do for the future generation. Oh my God, Maggie, like it, for those of you guys listening at home, you can't see me, but Maggie can see me and we're on zoom. Like, I'm holding back the tears mm. yeah, because I can't imagine what these families are going through, especially like, like you said, the ones that are like born and raised Canadian, but are struggling yeah. or the ones that like come from overseas and have to leave everything behind. And not only like material things like their home and their cars and, and, you know, all that stuff, but also their education because yeah. it doesn't translate here. So yep. like, you know, hey, I was a doctor back home and here I'm driving an Uber. Like, yeah, nothing against Uber drivers. I love they're, they're some yeah. of my favorite people, let me tell you. Um, but it's just like starting from scratch and yeah. it's difficult. And that dignity, I can't even imagine, you know what I mean? Like going somewhere, having to ask for help, but then like coming to a place like yours, the baby depot, and it's just like, you know what? I don't have to share this space with someone else. No one sees me come in here with this team. It's my time. Everything is like, you know, beautiful and it's clean. And I'm not made to feel like, you know, here, you can have the leftovers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so important for us. And, and just even being able to wash every item, we sort through every item, make sure that everything that we put on a hanger is in good condition. These are all things that are important, you know? I mean, I I grew up with not a lot, right? I grew up in Toronto City housing. We didn't have to go to thrift stores, but I remember the struggle in growing up in Toronto. And so, um, you know, I think about that often because there were people who invested in our lives and yeah. and there we all have those stories of people who invested in us and saw that the potential and so that's what we want to be able to do is see the potential in every single baby that comes through our, our door and just give them a good start a good foot a good a good step in the right direction 
I love it. We're talking to Maggie John, executive director of the Baby Depot Charity. Don't go anywhere because we will be back with more right here on the Parenting Show, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I am your host, Pina Crispo, and uh, thank goodness for that little break we had because Maggie John, Executive Director (laughs) of the Baby Depot, is making me cry. No. Good tears. Good tears. Good, 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 good. Amazing tears. Because like everything that you're sharing with me, it just reiterates how important that village is to raise our children. And, and you know, towards the end of that that segment, you had mentioned, you know, what it was like growing up for you in like yeah. you know, Toronto housing. And it brought me back because I'm a first generation Canadian mm. immigrant parents from Italy came here with absolutely nothing, worked multiple jobs to provide for me and my two older sisters. And, you know, like I didn't have the latest and greatest in toys, but we had what we needed and um and i had the best childhood because of yeah. that and you know what else we had maggie we had amazing friends and we didn't have a whole lot of family here because a lot of the families back in italy but we had amazing friends that we made that when my mom was working you know they would pick me up from school or mm. babysit me and this is the village you know that that we're talking about or yeah. or families back then that would be like okay so I've got older kids. Now I'm going to pass down the clothes to you. Right. Yeah. And that's something I still do. And, uh, you know, I was, it was, I was asking you over the break. I was like, so uh, Maggie, I'm like, I got to go through the kids clothing, clothing. I'm like, well, you know, what, what do we do? What do we do? How do we, yeah. how do I know yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I know that we're going to talk about that, but we're, yeah. I, I know you also have some future plans. So I don't know. I what do. So well, no, even when you were saying that, Pina, I was thinking about that, like, think about you were blessed to have that community of, you know, other family members and friends who could pass things down to you. And so many times people are coming here and they they're the first and only one in, yeah. you know, from their country coming here. And so they don't have the friends, they don't have the network. So we've almost become that when you're talking, you know, your theme of the village, we've almost become that ex- that external, that extension of that village because they don't have those connections yet. But yeah, we do have some exciting goals. And, you know, it's so funny. I mean, again, I never would have thought 10 years after I started my basement, I, we would have our storefront. So, you know, I, I threw out these audacious big goals because I do feel like they're possible if people really care about it. And I think your tears show, Pina, that it resonates with so many yeah. of us who are moms who have kids and even those who don't have kids, right? Just the, just putting yourself in that place of what if I didn't have, where would I turn? Um, but so we have a, a, a really big goal of first expanding to Toronto and that's once we've and that's once we've gained some yeah (laughs) and once we've gained some stability in Hamilton and we can you know know that we we have our financial stability in Hamilton we feel there's so much need in Toronto and would love to be able to have a baby depot there but we also want to create the baby 
Depot Center. And so one thing I found out early on when we were dropping off these hampers all around Hamilton is that a lot of these families, kind of going back to what we were saying, have no connection, don't know where to go. You know, if they're struggling, like I struggled with breastfeeding and I had the finances and the means to do that. If you're new to this country or you don't have the means, where do you oh, go? Gosh. What what do you do in those situations, right? Like, and so we would love to be able to create a baby center where we would have the boutique, but also be able to have lactation consultants and baby and me classes and, you know, and all volunteer based, but like people like even a therapist that could come in and talk about postpartum depression. Again, things that might even like culturally, you might not even be aware of because again, you're new to a country, you're trying to establish yourself, all of the things. So to be able to have a center where it's specifically for families living on the margins who would be using our services, but an extension of just not the clothing, but just the holistic provision of providing for mom or guardian in that situation as well. Um, And creating community. We talk about the village, creating that village. And that's that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, yeah. what a beautiful extension because going there, you'll be able to meet other moms, yes. who are, you know, in the same shoes that you're in. Yeah. And there you go. You're now establishing some friendships yes. and to know that you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And to be able to access things that you might have never thought was possible because you don't have the finances to do it or you just didn't know it was out there and you just kind of felt like you were just struggling by yourself. Right. So um, so that's our our dream is to be able to to create the Baby Depot Center eventually. I love it. But you need the support and help, right? We need the support and the help. Any charity will tell you that. It is a hard job running a charity, Pina. It is uh, not easy. Okay, so for those of you listening at home, it was funny because I said to Maggie off the air, I'm like, I don't know how you do it because I would not be able to, I would not be able to do it. Like you, I know you said it earlier. You said that, you know what I mean? Like you didn't know where to start. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of like, Okay, just do this and next. Yeah. This and, that. and that's, I would be like, I would not know where to start. And kudos to you for like, you know, going out on a limb and giving it your best go because look at how it turned out. I know, but that's because so many people came alongside me and said, hey, Maggie, I can help you with this. Or hey, Maggie, like I didn't know, I, I knew we needed to become a registered charity in order to issue receipts. But I was like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and I remember like talking to somebody, they're like, oh, my husband can help you. He's a, reg- he's a chartered accountant. And I, I still don't know how he did it, but now we're registered and, and now we have a board and all, you know, we have all the accountability things, but it's just, it is, it, it was my village surrounding me and saying, Maggie, we so support what you're doing and we believe in you and we want to see this happen. Um, and so that's the beauty because I think the baby depot came out of my village coming al- alongside me. And I love it. And Maggie, I'm sure that you remember from our past conversations on the radio. I've always said that the world would be a better place with three things. And that is kindness, compassion, and empathy. And I live and swear by those words. And you are a perfect example of all of that and more. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Maggie, like, okay, so so tell us a little bit more. If people want to volunteer, if yeah. people want to donate, if people want to, and I'm not only talking about clothes, but if they want yeah. to do a monetary donation or whatever, where do they find you? Where do they go? Yep. How do they start? How do they help? 
Yeah. So first, yeah. So first of all, I'd say go to our website because we have tons of information there. Thebabydepot.org. Remember thebabydepot.org. You can find all the info there. Um, If you want to volunteer, there's a portal there that you can fill out. If you want to find out where we're located, um, we always are taking clothing donations as long as we're it's during our business hours. That is on that page as well. Then follow us on social media because that's where we update uh, a lot of our information, our needs, and all the great things, our wins, (laughs) our losses as well. So we're on Facebook, The Baby Depot, as well as on Instagram. The Baby Depot Charity is is our handle on Instagram. So super active on those. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're just we're just around needing help. I mean, again, you could also donate financially on our page as well. At the very top, you can hit the donate button. We are in desperate need, and I will use the word desperate need, of monthly donors. And that is a big thing for us. If we want to gain sustainability so that we can expand and do the Baby Depot Center and Toronto location, we need to gain stability in Hamilton. And so that means getting enough monthly donors so that we're not questioning, are we going to make it this year? Are we going to get to the end and white knuckling it through every single year, like many charities do. And so we'd love to be able to get to the point where we can say confidently, yeah, we can start thinking about the future and moving forward with the future because we have a sustainable uh, donor base. So if that really tugs at your heart, $60 uh, a month helps a child with a year's worth of clothing, which is really not, that's about $2 a day, right? So that gives them a year's worth of clothing, diapers. I didn't even mention they get diaper, a couple sleeves of diapers. They get shampoo, lotion, wipes, uh, not a year's worth. They get a couple, (laughs) but they get some some, as well as a large item. So strollers, play pens. It's another thing we, we love to take asking always that it's clean and in good condition because we want to give our neighbors our best. We call them our neighbors, not our clients. And so that's something that's so important for us is that we're able to give them clean items that you would want to put your child in, right? So um, if anything that uh, any of that rings a bell to to your listeners, Pina, they uh, absolutely can reach out to us. And I want to add one more thing before we we end the show. Um, With the holidays coming up, you know, this would be a perfect time to sit down and talk to your kids and maybe find out how this holiday season they can help those in need. Yeah. And maybe you pay a visit, you know what I mean, to um, the website, the Baby Depot website and find out how you can help. And um, I think that that would be like a really, really beautiful thing. And like you mentioned earlier, if any business is listening, want to do their holiday party yeah, at your place. Absolutely. Like, how great is that? You know, you can go, you can have fun while you're helping those in need. Totally. Love it. Totally. I love it. And I love you, Maggie John. Love oh, you too, Pina. So, so much for joining me on the show this evening. And um, and yeah, all the best. I cannot wait for the Toronto location to pop up <laughs> and the center to pop up. And I will be there um, awesome. doing whatever I can to help and support. Thank that you, Pina. Is- Thank you. Thank you. And that's it for us. But we will catch you guys next week. Same time, same place. It is the Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of SheepMama.ca. Bye.